Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. With you Friday, July twenty okay, twenty eighth. It's not August yet though. Weiss I ninety five sports network. Number to call is one six oh five five six two eight zero zero one. Press five to join the conversation. Or you can tune in on the I ninety five sports network dot com. Link to listen to us right on there. It's a nice website. If you is. go under broadcasters, you can see my beautiful face in here. Your ugly mug. Steven Weissman, how you doing? It's been a couple weeks, my friend. It's been a while. Been a while, been a while. Um, got a lot to get into today, though. Oh, my God, we missed so much. Listen, we missed so much. We didn't even get a chance to talk about the Todd Frazier trade. The Todd Frazier trade. Is that when we missed it? Um, and David Robertson. That happened the the, Tuesday that we went to the <laughs> I don't know how I convinced you <laughs> to bring that. Thank you very much, though, for bringing my game. It was very nice. But oh, that was two weeks ago? Uh, it was two weeks. It was one, two weeks. A week and a half ago. Why you got to do me like that? What are you doing? Anyway, um, yeah, all of a sudden, the Yankees go from their bullpen being a weakness to having one of the deepest bullpens, if not the deepest bullpen in the league. Uh, exciting win last night. Um, Aaron Judge continues to struggle, but, you know, everyone's blaming the home run derby for that. He got his tooth knocked out. I blame the home run derby for that, too. Really? I'll blame that, too. Uh, Lucas Duda has been shipped out. Who will be next? Granison's being talked about. Cabrera's being talked about. And uh, Jetson Giants camp opened Addison up. Addison Reed also. Addison Reed being talked about. So uh, we got a lot to discuss in only matter an hour, so let's not waste time. Steven, Yankees first. What a game last night, my friend, in a crucial game against the Tampa Bay Rays. Division rival. Wild card, wild card competitor. Steven. I think there's one guy we need to talk about. Oh, my God. Yesterday. Oh. You know what? Even though I am a Mets fan, you can't not have so much respect for this guy. Brett Gardner. He had the game-time triple in the ninth inning and then walked it off in the 11th uh, to win the game for the Yankees. You know what's funny? I tweeted out, you know, plays like this, why players become fan favorites. Because you, you break out you break out right from the box, you hustle, which could have been a, a double, ends up being a triple, triple. Right? And then all of a sudden, and I, I quote the tweet, I'm like, oh, that will, you know, that will do it too. <laughs> That's why we love Wilmer Flores so much, right? The guy always comes up in the clutch. Always hustles. Always hustles. So um, it's it's plays like that. Now the dilemma comes with Gardner's now having officially having a career year. I mean this that was his. This is it. Yeah, this is even though his average isn't what it usually is. He's usually a two ninety, you know. But his home run rate is now as high as it's ever been. Sixteen now, correct? Eighteen. That was his eighteen. Um, he. I mean, he's on pace to hit. What would that be? Twenty four. 25, right? So he's going to eclipse 20, you would think, especially in that stadium. I mean, look, once it, right off the bat, in any other stadium, you no. Saw, yeah. No, you just saw it. You, you could see it going out. Yeah, I know. But right off the bat, any other stadium would have been off the wall. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, in that stadium, he's going to hit about 24, 25 home runs with the pace he's on right now. He got Clint Frazier, who he can't take out a lot. I mean, the kid is so much fun to watch. He's so athletic. You know who, who he reminds me of from, what was it, 2015? Brandon Nimmo when he first got the call up. Brandon Nimmo with a lot more talent is what you're saying, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but like the energetic, you know, happy to just be in the big leagues kind of guy. Yeah, and I don't know if you watched um, it's on the Yes Network. I think it's called Homegrown, where I think they go to they like monitor their do a TV show like about their minor leagues. And um, when he got the call, it was uh, it was it was nice to see and. You know, he even said it when, when he came, when his girlfriend came over, he said it like, you know, it's probably not going to be for long. Well, guess what, my friend? You played your hand into it being longer than it should be. All of a sudden, Jacoby Ellsbury is unplayable. Brett Gardner has played his way into the starting lineup every day. Obviously, Aaron Judge will not be sitting down anytime soon. Matt Holiday, who's technically an outfielder, he's not going to play the outfield. He's playing DH. Aaron Hicks is And still Aaron on. Hicks is coming back. So now the question is, Stephen, what do you do there was discussion about trading for a starting pitcher with a lot of salary to swap with Ellsbury 
obviously you'd have to take some salary back if anything. You can't, you can't, I don't, I don't care what Cashman says. You can't send this kid down. No, you can't. I mean, this is like, this is like the Mets sent down Conforto two years ago when he first got called up and started hitting. You can't do it. It's, it's created too much a spark for this team. He's playing too well. He plus, I mean, he could be a future center fielder. This could be your future center fielder for the next 10 years. Has he been, where's he been batting in the lineup? Has he's it? been, now he's been hitting consistently in second. So he, he has become a catalyst for this team. Right behind Gardner, in between Judge, and two spots before Sanchez. You think this guy could be a typical leadoff hitter? Yes. Um, no. Well, I think I baseball has changed. <laughs> I think baseball has changed. Uh, I honestly don't think, you know, this... Apologize for that. I don't think the table setters... Uh... Steven, everyone wants to know you. Who is calling you, Steven? My father's calling all right, me. All right, all right. He'll have to wait till after. As, as long as it wasn't the girlfriend. Because, you know, if it was the girlfriend, I, I don't know what you would I wouldn't want to decline call. Nope. No, thank you. But, um, you know, Stephen, you're right. The point you were making, baseball has changed in the sense that when you and I were growing up, you know, we saw the fastest guy leading off. Even if it was necessarily wasn't the best hitter or even the most best contact hitter, right? Jose Reyes, we saw leading off for his entire career with the Mets. Derek Jeter, the same thing until Johnny Damon got there. Um, there's a lot of examples. Uh, who's another speed guy back in the day? Orlando, what was the guy's name from? Hmm, what was his name from Arizona? Orlando Hudson. I don't know why that, I don't know why that name just um, came right into that, my head. But, you know, baseball has changed. Now you're seeing Carl, uh, Michael Conforto leading off for the Mets. A Carlos Santana leading off for the Cleveland Indians. Um, you know, 100 pence leading off for the Giants. I mean, this is this is the new baseball. This is the new MLB. This is the new revelation that we've seen with Major League Baseball. So, Clint Frazier hitting leadoff. I don't love it. I wouldn't love it. It's not going to happen. You know, Binder Joe is Binder Joe. Um, I I keep him in the two hole. Leave him there. I would put Sanchez back at six. I would assume. Because that's where he was hitting before. I know he hit a home run last night, and you know maybe it doesn't so much matter about you know where you hit in the lineup. Look at Andrew McCutcheon for example. I know he's obviously a lot older, but you know he was struggling so mightily, couldn't get it over 200. They put him in the sixth slot, and he's been one of the best hitters in baseball since then. He went back to the third slot, and now he's uh, he's continues his success. So good hitters, it won't matter. It's just a matter of you getting in the groove. Speaking of getting in the groove, you know, Judge has been struggling. I, I don't want to make a big deal out of this, but people, you know, people make have to make it known. He hasn't been hitting well lately. Ever since coming out of the All Star breaks, only had two home runs. You know, that's not what we're used to from Aaron Judge. Even though one of the home runs literally almost left the park when they were in Seattle a couple of, last weekend. But he's not hitting at all fields anymore. You know, he's missing he's missing breaking balls that he was launching out of the yard the first half of the season. So there's a reason to be concerned, but you know what he's in? He's in a swoon. He's in a base he's in a he's in a swoon that comes with a hundred and sixty two game season. So for everyone who wants to make a big deal out of it, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't really worry about it too much. You wanna make a big you know what you wanna make a big deal out of? Jacoby Ellsbury. You know why? Because he's over 30. He's getting paid a lot of money. He's getting paid. He has a contract that you're just not going to move. You can't move unless you're taking an astronomical bad contract back, like a Verlander um, or a Jeff Samarja. So Ellsbury's here to stay. Unless you, you DFA him and you really don't have any other option with him, you know, Ellsbury's here. So you want to be worried about something? Don't worry about Judge. Don't worry about Sanchez. Worry about Ellsbury. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about, Errol. Like that con. I don't know if there's a worse contract in baseball. And I was, I was thinking in Yankee history, but I don't think there's been a worse contract in, in the past decade. Um, in baseball, I can't think of any. Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid. Uh, I'm talking about in the last decade. Um. Oh, I just feel like this. Carl Crawford has something to say about that. Okay. Carl Crawford that. says, hold my beer. I mean, that guy did virtually, absolutely 
But nothing. I think that's neck and neck. I, I, Ellsbury at least has actually had a good half of this first season. He wasn't terrible last year. He just wasn't playing up to the money that he was making. Carl Crawford. That. I'm going to get his numbers up. Carl Crawford. Steven. Carl Crawford was terrible. I mean, he could barely stay on the field. Yeah. But, I mean, he was a lot of fun to play with in MLB, whatever, what, 07, the show. Yeah, his best years were. I mean, that was fun, but he wasn't good in real his, life. His best years were with the temper. Tampa Bay Rays, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So, once it was a big trade to Boston, correct? It was to Boston, then Boston made that huge trade where they basically dumped everything that they traded for to LA. Correct, correct. And that was part of the Adrian Gonzalez trade. Do you remember when Adrian Gonzalez was the Boston Red Sox? Yes, for about five minutes. Basically. Um, I have his numbers up. A guy he was supposed to – all right, so his best year was – ooh, ooh he, was, all right, he was a big space dealer in Tampa Bay. Um, all right, so in Tampa from 2002 to 2000, he was with them from 2010. So he was with them when they were just the Rays, right? His career high in home runs with them was 19. Never had – all right, so I mean, with the Rays, he was fine. He had over 50 stolen bases four times. No, he he was in his prime when he was or with the five, Rays. Or five times, and he had 61. His body just kept breaking down, but you see that with players similar to Carl Crawford. I mean, look at Jose Reyes. I mean, just talking he about health-wise. Health he broke down. Broke down. You know, Jose Reyes doesn't have the speed that he used to. He, he can't, you know, he doesn't have, like, the the range that he used to have. Uh, Carl Crawford, he, he, the guy... Can't stay on the field. Yeah, I mean he's retired now. He's done now. But I'm gonna try. It was 142 million dollars in 2011. Steven, in 2011, he had was just about to turn 30 years old. I mean that was that was bad. So, um, yeah, I mean I got off topic a little bit, of mm. course. Um, but that's what you know. That's what it, what happens with Jacoby Ellsbury. You know, you're gonna have to DFM. You're gonna have to trade into a team that's willing to take on a salary as long as you pay you know, a good amount of it, which the Yankees, I think, would still do. I don't think they would mind that. Um, they are still the Yankees as much as they say they don't want to spend money. Could you see a team maybe like the Phillies? No. Um, a team that's really – well, that, that, they don't have a need for him because I know they have uh, – what, what's his name in center field? Odubel Herrera or something like that? Yeah, he's a young kid. He's not making a lot of money. No, but that's what I'm saying. They don't really have a need for him – Right now, but I'm thinking like a team that is really not in the race, a team that's kind of not going to be ready for a couple of years, that really aren't paying many players. I think a team like Detroit, who's looking to unload a Verlander, who's getting paid a ticket, he's getting paid $20 million for the next three years. Will the Yankees be able, be willing to take that on in the hope that he puts it together? I mean, he was second in the Cy Young last year. Now, his peripherals are a little... They're not terrible this year because he is not really declining on his fastball. He's kind of putting it together now, but you know, would you be? But you would probably have to give up Ellsbury plus because you're, the talent-wise, you know, Detroit is downgrading if they were to make that trade. Oh God, Steven. So basically, on Twitter, a friend of mine, Sean, we 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 send tweets back and forth of just people who are just flat out morons. Like I sent them one. That's not a nice thing. All right, people who are very incompetent of thinking. I, I so this this young lady, I'm not going to name names on Twitter, suggested that the the Yankees should trade Aaron Hicks, Jorge Mateo, uh, Acevedo. I don't know what his first name is. Guzman, I don't know who that is, and Jake Cave. I, I stopped after Hicks, Mateo, and Acevedo. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? For Sonny Gray is the best deal that I can come up with that doesn't. What the hell are you talking about? This one's great. This one, I'll say the name because it was replied by Don LaGreca, so it is very public right now. He tweeted at Don LaGreca, should the Mets have interest in you, Darvish, before the trade deadline? Possibly trade Cabrera to the Rangers. Don LaGreca replied, I would think it would take a lot more than Cabrera. What is, Steven, what is the matter with people? Well, I think... uh, I saw people looking, uh, tweeting out, seriously tweeting out. That they wanted Evan Longoria back after they traded Lucas Duda. I saw that. As well. I can't deal with this. Oh my God! And we'll Speak- get into a Duda trade oh, in a little on, bit. I, I want to hold off on that. Speaking of Sunny Gray, Steven. Uh, yes. 
going back to Sonny Gray, you know, I have a different opinion. I mean, I don't know what you, your take on it. I think they should hold off on Sonny Gray and go, take the chance with uh, Chance Adams. <laughs> Take the chance, Chance Adams. Take the chance. Pun intended. Pun intended. Oh God. I think you know this guy. The Yankees weren't supposed to win this year. No. We, we knew that from the beginning. There shouldn't be the pressure on Chance Adams if he were. He he can't be here to be a savior to take this team to a, a pennant, a division. The Yankees- if Chance Adams comes up, he needs to just be put in. You know, let him do his thing, and that's it. Apparently. According to Cashman, he's not ready. I don't know how much I believe that based on his numbers in the minor leagues. Um, according, I mean, you would figure he'd have an innings limit, right? You would think so. So there's that. I mean, listen, the Yankees aren't supposed to win this year. Tell that to all the callers on the other radio stations calling for Girardi's set. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what people. You know, let, fire Girardi. Go ahead. He'll be unemployed for about thirty seconds. And you know what I would be doing? I'd be campaigning for him as the new manager of the Mets. I mean, it's ridiculous. Anyway, um, listen, the whole Sonny Gray thing, and Stephen, you bring up the numbers with Chance Adams, 10-3 and three with an ERA under two, Stephen, under two, with 106 strikeouts. His batting, oh, my God, his BAA is 171. So hitters against him are hitting of a batting average of Stephen, what was it? 171. Wow. That guy's not ready for the major leagues, right? See, let's just go through his game logs. Let's just find out what his game logs are because this guy is not ready. So what should we uh, – let's see. <laughs> we'll go from AAA. Steven, go down to AAA through uh, Scranton. Oh, yeah, okay. There we go. Um, So let's see here. Seven innings, two runs, five Ks. Seven innings, one run – or excuse me. Oh, no, five innings, no runs, six Ks. Uh. That's too confusing. Seven innings, two runs, five Ks. Five innings, two runs. I mean, Steven, do you see the point? Okay, so in double A, he was 4-0 and with a 1 ERA. 1.03. Okay, in triple A's in 6-3, 2.39 ERA. The guy, what's not to be ready about? Uh-huh. I mean, his peripherals, I guess. I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert on this guy. I don't watch him. I've never watched him. But all you have to do is look at the numbers. And look at the lead that he pitches in. In the minor leagues. Come on, man. You need it right now, Steve. Who's yeah. in this rotation again? I mean, Tanaka's not Masahiro Tanaka. You could hit a home run off of Masahiro Tanaka at this point. Right now. That's what everyone else is doing. You know what I liked from the game yesterday? C.C. Sabathia. I mean, no, it's always it's been one of my favorite pitches in the last decade. Coming out with 86 pitches, fuming that he's getting taken out. I mean, let's. You know, Girardi has been doing that the last couple starts. It was the wrong decision. He did that with Montgomery. Now, again, I don't know the innings limit. I figure, I guess Montgomery. He has to have a hard innings limit. A guy who a guy who doesn't throw over ninety four has four different pitches. A finesse type pitcher. Still a young pitcher. guy. I don't. All right, all right. Either way, took him out against the Reds. I watch this. I watch his game closely, mostly because I have him on my fantasy team. So I'd like to see how my guys are doing. So I watch him. Wait, I have a question. Do you have him on your fantasy team? I can't tell if you said it like the five top past five weeks on the show. Oh, the, oh, we have a fantasy right. baseball league. For no, our I'm, I'm just trying to make a pun at you because you said it every time we had a show. Montgomery's on your fantasy team. Yeah, you, you we do. We do it. have a. I do, but we do have a fantasy baseball league. Right? I haven't checked that since April. How, how am I doing? Am I doing? I right? haven't checked it since April. Oh, I guarantee I'm in first place. I guarantee every person on my team's hurt though. That's the only problem. Um, I'll get that I have him very closely on my radar because of you know what I look out for, especially that the Mets are they're so bad this year. You know what else do I have to look forward to? He's a guy who when his curveball is on, Stephen, I mean he'll go pound for pound with Clayton Kershaw's curveball. I swear to God, I might get ripped for that, but his curveball is that good. I mean he's a guy who keeps you off balance. He's a finesse type pitcher. Why are you smiling? What does it look like? We're ten, you're in 10th place. Oh, right. Where are you? I'm in 12th. <laughs> oh, man. I told you I'd be better. I don't, I, I don't know who I draw. Wait, wait. That's actually... No, no. Oh, is that not the same league? Hold on. Oh, Steve's screwing things up. Oh, oh, you and me are actually versing each other this week. Oh, are we really? And I'm actually in 2nd place. And where am I? Huh? You're in 8th. 
What's my team name? Can you say it on the air? Yeah, I can. It's Errol. Errol, I was expert too. Oh, it was the it was the fault Yahoo name that I never changed. Um, the guided bombers. All right. Anyway, he took him out, Stephen, in the seventh inning, after eighty-five pitches, after giving up his second hit of the game. Second hit. So Girardi's been more careful. I think it has to do more of you now the bullpen so deep. But you know what? If you can get a Sunny Gray, people have been on record saying they don't want to give up Mateo. Even though I'm not sure where he fits, um, you have Castro for a few more years. You have DD, who I mean, he's another fan favorite. Torres, um, and ju- listen, if it takes Annette and Duhar, who we've seen briefly in the majors, if it takes uh, now everyone's drooling about this Florio kid, the center fielder, he's still a few years, he's four years away. So if you got to give up that, I really have no problem with it, but. I mean, we'll see. Trade deadline's July 31st, correct? Yeah. We will see, my friend. I mean, it's going to be a fun time. Maybe not for the Mets, but... Speed of the Mets, Steven. Mets news. Lucas Duda. It's a sad thing. Sad. It's also said that his only memory, uh, his biggest memory is going to be his biggest demise, which was... 2015 World Series. Anyway. We don't have to go back to that, Errol. Anyway, Stephen, they get uh, this kid's name goes Gary Porter. Drew Smith. Drew Smith. Um, his stats, you know, he's moved up from Double A to Triple A, uh, in the Tampa Bay farm system. Uh, he went from Lakeland to Durham to Charlotte, wherever. The Tampa Bay farm system. This guy went up. Uh, he's been up all three levels. This yeah, season. in this season, so. What it got back, I don't think was garbage. He's he was Tampa's number thirtieth prospect in their farm system. I don't know, I don't know how good they they are their farm system. He throws ninety eight. He's twenty three, so he's not a kid. And, you know, it's someone you can work with. You know, it's someone Dan Worthing could work with, assuming that he's here after next year. I'm not sure where the management management is going to be after this year. Um. And he's, he's a relief guy where the Mets are really – that's their weakness. Yeah, that is their weakness. Now, I, I said this on Twitter yesterday. Because the third-round pick, too, in 2015. All right, so they, got, so they got some upside with this kid. Um, Now, Steven, I really don't look at trading Lucas Duda and trading uh, – Miguel Cabrera – trading at Struble Cabrera as selling. I mean, I don't. I, I I see two guys that can be replaced by two younger players that can give this team a spark that could possibly put up better numbers in Rosario and Smith. Now, Smith apparently isn't going to come up until after Rosario, which Rosario isn't coming up until after the trade deadline. So that means Bruce is going to be playing first base, which... At least on Monday. We don't know what's going on with Jay Bruce. We don't know if he's going to be here. If it was up to me, I would resign him to an extension. I agree. Because, you know, what this tells me... They're not being a big market for Bruce. You know, it kind of makes me think. Does is his market on the free agency market? Is it going to demand a lot? You know, is he going to be a big a big commodity in free agency? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there wasn't much of a market for him. But that's when he well, listen. That's when he had this stretch of at the end of the season that he had. Now he's on pace for forty two home runs and one hundred and twenty RBIs. Well, he would probably – we looked at the free agency list together. There wasn't anyone that really caught my eye, if you know what I mean. Uh, out, Yes, Stephen, I know what you mean. Outfield-wise, you're talking about? Yeah. The only one who caught my eye was Lorenzo Cain. And who's so over, who's over third? Me. Who's a center? I don't know. If... I'm not sold on Lorenzo Cain. He's going to want a lot of money. He's going to want a lot of years. I'd rather fill other holes where they have Conforto that can fill the center field role. When if, I... you have, if you spend Jay Bruce – He'll be, photos just every yeah. day center fielder, and I can live with it. When I sat down and thought about it, you know, do I really want a 30-year-old who's going to demand big money to play center field? You know, I'd rather have the 24-year-old that's not as experienced, but, you know, we'll get through the growing pains. And Conforto's not your typical leadoff hitter, but he's succeeded in that role. Has he not? Yeah. I, when we look at the Mets, you know, where, when we talk about – I don't get when people say, well, this team needs a rebuild. Where are the holes? If the team needs a rebuild, there must be. A, you know, I the, think there's the, fixtures. The Jets need a, need or need a rebuild, right? 
Right. You see holes on for pass rusher, for linebackers, for offensive linemen, for quarterback, for corners, right? So there's holes all over the place, right? If you re-sign Bruce, there's no holes out there. Assuming the starting pitching is healthy, you're not going to go out and, re- and sign a bunch of starting pitchers just because you don't think these will be healthy. So there's no holes there. You assume there's going to be no hole in shortstop. No hole in first base. But they do need to upgrade. They need to get better defensively. Yes. Well, you're going to be having look, those two positions are inevitable. Like, you're going to have the two kids there next year, right? Smith yeah. and Rosario. But we we thought that you know, last year wasn't a bad defensive year. It's pretty much the same. No. Um, Cabrera and Walker really exceeded what I expected for them defensively up the middle. Yes, but going into next year, they need to fix that those defensive holes. Okay. You know, I can live with Cespedes, Conforto, Bruce, and the outfield. Okay. It's not the best defensively, but you can live with it with the offense. In the uh, in the infield, you need you're gonna have Dominic Smith and Ahmed Rosario, who are great defensively. Those as are, we've heard. Those are uh, is that what's coming out scouting reports that, for them? That they're both great defensively. You know, Smith's more known for his defense than his offense, but his offense obviously. The guy has the, developed power. The guy's been an MVP. The guy's been an All Star. I, in my honest opinion, I think Dominic Smith's going to be a 10-year-old star, like uh, Lucas Duda said yesterday. Listen, real class from Duda yesterday. I mean, him knowing the situation, him knowing who's coming up, him knowing where the Mets are, may or may not be going, and where they could possibly go still this season without him, even though I, I don't see that as a realistic possibility. But Okay, so, so we got all the holes patched up in the outfield, in, at shortstop, and at first base, right? Isn't it fair to say that Flores and Rivera deserve their shot? I mean, Flores, again, fan favorite. Isn't it time that he played every day at third base? Isn't it time that Rivera... I know i said it in the past. And, you know, I just don't... I, as much as I'd like to, they need it, they're not good defensively. Think about it like this, though. I, from T.J. Rivera's standpoint, playing second base. I'm okay with T.J. playing second. I don't like Wilmer Flores playing third. I don't want either of them playing third. I mean, you who who said it? Was it you? I think it was you, the future third baseman. Yeah. Or given the the guy, he has no range. Steven, we saw you and I sat through it. You and I brought our significant others and made them sit through it. Take two errors within TJ Rivera's in TJ Rivera's hands. He can't play now. Can he develop there? Yeah, he could develop there. I'm not saying that he can't. It's probably not likely that he will. So what do you do with the guys who really can't succeed defensively? Where do you usually stick them? Where do you stick him, Stephen? What position do you stick him at, Stephen? Where's the closest bag to the Where's the closest position in the first base that you got to throw it to? It's really not that hard of a question, Stephen. Holy Jesus Christ! I'm not understanding what you're saying. Okay, when someone's not good defensively, but they don't have a position, I even though I don't think that's T.J. Rivera. I think he can play. He plays all the positions, but he doesn't play them well. So where would you stick him? Not third base. Certainly not shortstop. There we go. I don't know why that was so hard. Okay, so in 2017, I can't really go by this, do I? Because he's only okay. So in 2017, um, in only 73 games, he's hitting 295 home runs, 27 RBI. So he's basically a 13 home run high average guy, right? Right. Who can't play a position, particular position, very very well. So you're gonna put him at second base, contact hitter, not a big power hitter. Does it kind of remind you? Does it do those things ring a bell? Yes, they do. And you he's know a, how I feel about him. He's a right-handed Daniel Murphy. So if you're putting Daniel Murphy pre pre, I don't know what the hell happened to him out in Washington. I mean, we didn't expect this from him. He didn't expect it from from himself. I don't care what anybody says. If Murphy thought he was going to do that, he wouldn't have settled for twelve million dollars a year. He would have took the qualifying offer and signed a hundred million dollar contract the year after. Put Rivera at second. If you can't find Mustakas, I will. I defense. You want to improve defensively? You want a good left-handed hitter? Even though know you got two of them in the outfield already, and one at first base now again. You want a good left-handed hitter? You want a good defensive guy? You want a a Steven? You want a champion? You want someone with that experience? Just say who? Sign, go sign the Greek freak. Go sign Mike Mustakas. I think he's a Greek. I might have just totally like. The Greek freak, I've never even heard of that. No, it's it's a it's an NBA thing. You wouldn't get it. You know the guy's uh, got the crazy name out in Milwaukee? 
Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, yeah, they yeah. call him a Greek freak. I think Mustakas. Yeah, I'm gonna, that's not Mustakas. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look him up. Mustakas also has now the downside of the Mets. You know, he's hit. He's he's gonna eclipse. He might eclipse 40 home runs this year. He's gonna demand a lot of money. Someone that we didn't mention. He's under 30. That you know what we always thought that they needed to fix this hole, and they probably sh- still should. You know who's been actually kind of better? Oh boy, Travis Darnell. I want to hear it. He's gotten a lot better defensively. You cannot argue the fact. Yesterday, twice, twice did it, twice he um, stopped the run. So you're gonna give him another year? Wasn't this year supposed to be? I think he got a lot better defensively. There's a kid out who played in the um, played in the USA World game. Thomas Nittle. Yes. I'd rather see him up. I've seen enough. I've I've seen enough of him. Then go out and sign Jonathan Lucroy. You're not gonna have to pay a lot. He's had a down year. You're not going to have to pay a lot of money for him. Give him a short three-year deal. Give Nitto time to get ready. I'm done with Darno, Steven. I've been watching him for how many years? The Mets were still bad when he came up. You just, I'm just saying. It was 2014, 2013. It's been three or four years. He's gotten better defensively. I, I, just, I, don't, I don't see the improvement substantially enough to convince me that he should be the opening day catcher next year. No. And I know we're talking about it like you put a coffin in this season already. When I know you, you're being more optimistic than I am about this Nine season. Nine games back in the wild card. <laughs> they still have three games up for Colorado. The nail in the coffin was in there after Washington, my friend. Weiss and I is on 95 Sports Network back after this commercial break. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Weissman and I is back with you here on a Friday. We're here from 2 to 3, as always. Errol's to my left. The number to call is? 1-605-562-8001. I almost screwed that up. I forgot we do the switch up after. It's been a couple weeks, Steven. It's been a couple weeks. Press 5 to join the conversation. And just to finish off with the Mets, you know the trade deadline's coming up on Monday. Ready had their first move with Lucas Duda, who, let me, I just want to read you off his career stats. He's a uh, career. He's been a career Met. The Mets drafted him, and when was it, Errol? All right, it's been seven years, man. What is it? Eight years. Eight years. It's been eight years. So okay, twenty nine, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. He was drafted. Career Met statistics: six hundred fourteen hits, batting average of two forty six, set uh, one hundred twenty five homers, three seventy RBIs. An on-base percentage of 343, which isn't that great. 457 slugging. And then, you know. OPS of 801. Jesus Christ, Steve. Um, yeah, I mean, you know what? Remember it was yeah. him versus Ike Davis? I just, was, kinda, I just wanted to say that, yeah. One of them, was it, I think it might have been Duda hit two home runs in that game, and Ike hit like a grand slam. And they were coming down in decision. Like, I think Duda hit the two home runs. Or no, maybe Ike Davis had two home runs. I think Duda came up for a pinch hit grand slam. I think you're right. And it was like, what do we do? And they got rid of Ike Davis, which ended up being the fan favorite Ike Davis, which ended up being the right move. I was pro Ike Davis. I'm going to tell you right now, I was pro Ike Davis from day one. I thought he was going to be what Lucas Duda actually turned out to be. You yeah. Know, a guy who's okay defensively, but, I mean, Ike Davis will always be known for over the rail Cats. Yeah. Remember that one? That's right. Um, he, you know, ever since that Valley Fever that one off season going into yeah. 2012, Twelve. I want to say, I, he was never was the same. Whether that was what's wrong with him or not, I mean, he just fell apart. I mean, he had 30 ever home runs that year. the injury, the collision with uh, David Wright yeah. on the mound, Ike Davis never didn't see him. He was having, you know, a, a, probably an MVP like April, I'm going to say. In the beginning of the year, yeah. He had an unbelievable April, and then he was out for the season towards ACL, I believe, and that was it for Ike Davis. But Lucas Duda is a Tampa Bay Ray. He's probably going to be filling in as a DH because Logan Morrison. Did he play first base? He's been playing first base for the Rays, and he's been having one heck of a year for him, himself. And so we wish all the best to uh, uh, Lucas Duda. I was going to say Ike Davis. <laughs> Lucas Duda in Tampa Bay, who is a great Met to say the least. And if you ever 
checked out this Instagram video. Uh, I'm I believe it's up. made from Curtis Granderson. It's called, uh, what's it called? We Love we, Lucas. We, no, We Follow Lucas Duda. Fun fact, Steven, this account was made in the first half of 2015. Curtis Granderson, John Mayberry Jr., and Eric Campbell all made the account. The three, four best friends that anyone can have, right? So if you haven't seen the video, it's basically the guy is filming Curtis Granderson hanging on to Lucas Duda's legs and Lucas Duda trying to leave the locker room. All right, everybody, Duda's out. Give me your keys. Bye, dude. I'll see you. Bye. Good luck, Lucas. I got the other one. Hang on here. Don't call, dude. Don't call. Don't go. For anyone who hasn't checked that out, you should. That last one was Curtis Granderson. Literally hanging on Lucas Duda's life. That's sad, man. I mean, that's a you know. It's a, all dressed up for the game. I know, yeah. and it's you know what? It's a business. It's obviously a business, but and he's a professional. You see that these players aren't robots. They got emotions. They got they make friends. They have relationships with each other. And uh, when someone gets traded, it's hard. Quick, Errol, we got to get into some football real soon. <laughs> but before that, there's a few more guys that we need to talk about on the Mets that are on the trade block. Guys like Addison Reed. Get him out of here. Ezra Cabrera. Get him out. Well, that's a given. Well, I don't know now. I, he was supposed to be tripped to Boston, am I right? But look what happened. Raphael, what is going on with the – let's just break down what happened with Dave, Dave Dombrowski's squad. I have a question for you. Yeah. Say the Mets don't throw – the Mets throw away the idea of getting rid of Ezra Cabrera. No, I think – No, 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 no. Okay. Hear me out. Would you be opposed to him playing third, being your third base starter every day? Yes, because he barely has range from shortstop, Steven. I don't want this guy playing third base every day. Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't want Flores? What if? You don't want Flores playing third base every day. I'd rather have Flores. I'd rather have Rivera, who's terrible. Okay. That was just a question. I'm curious. Where, if you signed Ezreal Cabrera, you wouldn't want to sign Ezreal Cabrera? Well, first of all, he has an opt-out. It's nine and a half million. We're an opt-in, and they're going to, they already said, you know, they're going to not opt into that deal. That's a team option, right? No, Stephen, you got to get younger. You know, whether it's Rivera, whether it's Flores, whether it's Moustakis, even though it's not that much younger, it's still more athletic, still a better player. You got to change this. You got to change a little bit, right? Now, remember what I said last time around the show? $70 million freeing up. Nine and a half from Cabrera, seven and a half from Reed, seven and a half from Duda, 14 from Granderson, is it 13 from Bruce? And is there someone I'm forgetting? Neil, 17 from Neil Walker, that qualifying offer from last year. There's no reason to go out and sign one, even two marquee free agents. I'm talking about Mostakis, talking about Lucroy, talking about beefing up this bullpen, man. Because we're talking about holes. That's a big hole. And you know what? You brought it up last week or two weeks ago, and I agree with you. As silly as it sounds to blame this on a game in April, that 17-inning game, 16-inning game, whatever it was, it really looked like it drained the guys in that bullpen really early on, Steve. And, you know, you got to beef up for the bullpen. Familia will be back. Levens will be back. Which I'm glad because you know what that tells me, Steven? They're not, they're not trading Blevins. They're thinking about next year. They're not thinking about two, three years down the line. See what happens. I like that. You See like that? I like it. You like that? I like it. You like that? You know what I also like? I like Kirk Cousins uh, getting all aggravated. Get him out of Washington. I don't want to see that guy. I was going to hold off two minutes before the football. I don't want to see that guy two times a year anymore, Steven. Uh, listen, what is what is wrong with people? Do quarterbacks grow? I know we, you know, this wasn't in the lineup, but I got to bring it up. Do quarterbacks grow on trees? Is there a quarterback tree of might that we don't know about? What is wrong with the Redskins? Go ahead, Steven. Take him away. Take the Jets. Take him. San Francisco. Take him. He's a great quarterback. He's really good. Get him away from me. Do you think the Jets would sign a guy like that? Absolutely not. And you know what? I guess we could start off with the Jets too, because yeah, give him some love, man. Give him some love. The, you know what? This, this Jets team. I I'm kind of shocked. I know they want to go full rebuild. They wanted to go rebuild. But do you think they went a little too far? You know. You have two guys competing for – two young quarterbacks competing for a starting starting job. Uh, getting Josh McCown. You have Hackenberg and Bryce Petty. You don't have any wide receivers to, for them to work with. 
How are you going to have them prove to the New York Jets organization who's the better quarterback if you don't have any receivers to throw to? Um, you have young guys who people probably – you have Quincy and Inouye, okay? Good. I like him. I understand be, that. But be, be my I don't know how I feel about Eric Tucker. I mean, it had to happen. Yeah. I, it had to happen, but – I don't like when it happens. I think they needed to keep one of those veteran guys to – for either Bryce Petty or Chris Hackenberg. Don't you agree? Uh, yeah, but you don't know what's going on with his health. I mean, he had a hip surgery and a shoulder surgery. So you don't even know if he's going to be available to play. Then go out and sign another veteran. <laughs> and you know what? They did him a favor by doing that. They did him the favor of going to play with a team that could possibly win in Tennessee. Who, you know, I know. I think, think Anquan Bolden, Bolden's actually available. No, he just signed with the Bills. I just saw Cam Boone tweeting about him yesterday. Uh, Cam Boone, a friend no, of the so show. Scratch that. Um, not Steve Zemich out there. You, know, you got a lot of young wide receivers, right? You got the, um, you got the Quincy Newman, who's a B minus guy. He's a number two guy. You know, he's a guy who he had a thousand yards last year. Darius Stewart. You know, he's a guy who has talent. Got some, got some issues though. Is Robbie Anderson the guy who's? Oh, I actually no. He got he didn't have to go and just undergo surgery. Robbie Anderson, I think the guy we're thinking about is Jalen Marshall, who's suspended. Yeah, I think that's. Yes, I remember yes. Joe was on with us that day. And you just it was the middle of uh, it was the middle of March, and you just decided or April, and you just decided to aggregate him. So I, I actually I enjoyed that very much. Um, no, Robbie Anderson looks like he's fine, right? Okay, so Jalen Marshall wasn't really. I mean, he was a punt returner. Now the one thing I don't want to see is this defense with. I get it, no pass rushers, no cornerbacks. With this defense with two young safeties, good interior linemen, you know, Sheldon Richardson, Muhammad Wilkerson, Leonard Williams, you're looking for a big year from this year. I don't want to see Bowles get fired because they lose 14 games. But the defense, you know, Jamal Adams and Marcus Mayers looks like they took in strides as the year went on, right? Darren Lee took strides as the year. I don't want to see these young guys improve and then, then turn around and just clean house. This is not fair to them. He wasn't given the requisite roster to succeed this year. This is a rebuilding year, and Bowl should be given the opportunity Do to be there. you think he's a rebuilding type of coach? I, I, I don't think so. Um, if you look around the league, you look at the guys who have had success with the young offensive coaches aside from you know the young defensive coaches, right? Uh the the Giants opted to go with an all their offensive coordinator, an offensive coach, knowing that you you know they have to have a success with Eli one day, right? You know they got that guy, the offensive. Sean McVay got a job in in LA. Anthony Lynn got a job in uh, the other the other LA LA team. You know these are offensive guys, so I don't really. I'll ask you this. You go one and fifteen, which is which Vegas picked them to go. <laughs> they went to, picked them to go one and fifteen, and they get a Sam Darnold, who I've not, who I've watched limited amount of times. So he's a star. Josh Rosen, who I've watched a lot, he could be a star. And they go, do you want Todd Bowles, Stephen, to coach to coach that guy up? I do not. That's the thing. Now, I'm gonna feel bad for him if he does get fired. Because he should have been gotten rid of after this this past season. You should have really started cleaning up. Rob McCagnan, Mike McCagnan, excuse me, should have been allowed to pick his own coach. We we went through this already with Rex and, and um, oh god, what was his name? John Insick. We went through this already. We saw it. it didn't work out. What are you just you looking no, at me like? No, that? I'm just looking at you. What's wrong? You gonna miss me in a couple of weeks? Is that what's going on? For those who don't know, I was going to have tons. Uh, how do we get off topic here? Uh, I thought you, because you were looking at me, it was like no, a was star, it was a stargaze. Were you really? Like I you had the, like the whole show? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know I love you. Don't look at me like that. I am having tonsil surgery. Um, I will, should, I should miss. Now, Stephen, I have, I have surgery. I'm not getting the same thing you did. Woohoo! The Knicks signed a point guard, baby. Ramon Sessions. Hasn't been good since 2008. <laughs> good song. Yeah. Good, they made good. the Hardaway thing official, too. Yes, and um, now Carmelo Anthony is officially a nuisance. Thank you very much, Melo. 
Um, Stephen, I'm having surgery August 9th. I will definitely not be here for August 11th. I should be here for August 18th. So, you gonna do the show by we'll yourself? See. We'll see. I might come in. And I might just call in. We'll see what happens. Stephen, Stephen. So, are we really expecting a, a 1-15 season from the Jets? Um, you know, look at the schedule. <laughs> look at the schedule. You know, I'm I feel like we've done it before. Though. I don't care. Yeah, when they first came out, and I think we were late on that too because of the way we went our show. I got it up already. Yeah, it's faster than my phone. All right, Stephen. Uh, September 10th at the Bills. That's a loss. All right. Yes. At the Bills. Raiders at the loss. Dolphins. Uh, we'll give it a win. Are you sure? We'll give it a win. I'll give it a loss. Jaguars win. Browns loss. Patriots you think so? you loss. Think the Browns are going to be a good team. In Cleveland, time? I think it'll be better than the Jets. And the Jets are the Browns from last year. Excuse me, from last year. New England. Loss. They played good against New England. Even I see two wins on the schedule. Maybe two. I see safely got swept by either Miami or Buffalo. Got swept by New England. Okay, so that's two wins, right? Oh, no, they split. Okay, so it's one win from the division. Maybe one win from Cleveland. Maybe one win home against Jacksonville. Even though if Blake, God forbid, that defense is on paper is awesome. God forbid if Blake Bortles even does a little well with Fournette and those boys over there. I'm a good team. Now, the problem I have with Cleveland will be depending who their quarterback is on August 8th. Yeah. Because if it's Brock and Roll, you damn sure, well, I'm not picking the Browns in that game. <laughs> Even though the Jets are going to go, you know, I don't, God knows who. Did you see what the Jets are doing? They have this flight pack, you know, for uh, to get Jets tickets. So, if you get this Jets flight pack, all right, and you don't know where you're – it's a ticket to however many games it is. You get, what, the re, all regular season and preseason? Eight games, okay. Uh, ten, ten, I guess. So you get you get the flight back, and you don't, you won't know till two hours before game time where you're sitting. You're going to sit in high seats one time. You're going to sit in low seats. You're going to sit all, uh, all around the area. I kind of like that, actually. It's kind of interesting. You get to see all – Different viewpoints from the game. Man, you got to pay PSLs for that? I have no idea. I don't – I think you should. I don't I'm think you curious. Because you don't know where you're sitting. So, I mean, you're not paying for a license of a seat. I mean, you, you don't get, know where – it's. But I'm saying, when you got season tickets, you know, you're paying for the PSLs, right? Right. So, you pay for that. You you own that seat now. You, you, you need me on that seat. You want me on that seat, right? So – and then you buy the season ticket. So it's the PSLs, you know, you pay $10,000 one time and, you know, that's your seat for, or however much it was. And that's your seat for life, right? Um, I I wouldn't think, I mean, you're switching around seats. I, I don't I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I heard it on the radio. I can't find it up here now. So that could be fun. I mean, how much did you hear about how much it was or no? No, I can't even look, find it online. All right, it will come up again. But Maybe it's just something I made up in my mind. Did you dream about it last night? No, I definitely heard it on, like, Joe and Evan or something. What else did you dream about last night? Not you. Oh, thanks a lot. Dreamed about how Giants training camp uh, just started yesterday. It's not a dream. You know what, Steven? That's a reality, man. A, you, I, on the way here, I was listening to Francesca and Eli, and it was pumping me up. Was it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's championship or bust. Right? Am I am I the only am I in a minority of saying that? Is it championship? It's changed. Thirty six year old quarterback. You want a playoff? Or you got to the playoffs last year. You have an elite defense, Steven. What is it? It's it's championship or bust. We shall see what happens. I mean, you know, we in this off season, the Giants did lose. I'm gonna say they lost the key piece of their defense in John Hankins. They did, but they. We'll see how they replace. They drafted a kid from Alabama, Tomlinson, Dalvin Tomlinson. Right. Um, they got a couple other pieces, Jay Bromley, Robert Thomas, guys with the potential. Bromley's this is his last year to prove that he can be a competent defensive tackle. You know, kid out of Syracuse from a few years ago. Um, this is his last chance, man. Um uh, Thomas I don't know much about. Bromley, I haven't really seen much from him. I mean he hasn't played much, he hasn't has the talent enough to no. play much. So 
Yeah, and I guess another thing, I mean, that offensive line, Steven's still a huge question. Eric Flowers is still very scary in my eyes. I mean, do you think this is Eric Flowers' last this chance? This is his last shot. Um, the only problem is, Steven, where do they go from here if he doesn't succeed? You know, they got to go out and make a trade. I know there aren't many trades in the it NFL. Nothing out. It was nothing out. When we saw that Kiko Alonso for LaShawn McCoy trade, everyone lost their minds. We don't see that in the NFL. No. So stuff like that. But I think I, – who would want Eric Flowers? Joe Thomas is still out there. No, no, no not trading Eric Flowers, trading for a different left tackle. Right. Was and the only guy they drafted was the left tackle out of Pittsburgh in the sixth round, Adam Bibbs-Wabsway. Uh, Bids, bids, whatever his name is, but he's irrelevant. In my eyes right now, he's irrelevant. Uh, or unless they move someone to left tackle. Yeah. You know, me, Q is their best yeah. offensive lineman. I don't know. Do you really want to mess with what the best thing you have? I mean, the left. You can't, don't fix what's not broken. I exactly. Guess. Now, the, the best way to put the it. The right tackle spot, you know, will that be Bobby Hart? Will that be the kid out of Pittsburgh? Will that be, uh, DJ Fluker, will they sign on a one-year prove-it deal? That'll be interesting, DJ Fluker. Um, you know, he was a kid. Remember, he was in the same draft as Justin Pugh. He got drafted before. I think the Giants, he was the kid out of Alabama who they were looking at. Uh, obviously, you know, that didn't work out with San Diego, not L.A. But it's gonna. I think it's going to be a fun year, Steve. And if we can uh, get their schedule, their schedule up too. Let's you got it. see what the expectations are for the New York Football Big Blue Giants. And I can't wait. How many games are you going to this year? I want to try to go. I've never been to a Giants game. I forgot about that. Why don't we go? Yeah. Um, we can get we we have the connections. We have the connections that are, if you're thinking what I'm thinking about. Um, all right. I have another connection in my mind. Really? We'll talk about that. Right oh now. my. Um. So maybe a future guest. Really. I'm I'm curious because I have no idea what you're talking about. No, you don't. I'm, I've never really mentioned it. I'm very excited. And, I, and this is a very far-fetched. Thing. Okay, I'm very, in nine minutes. I will be slightly excited. Who said I'm talking for nine minutes? What? Who said I'm even going to tell you? Yeah, it's probably before I snap your neck and do. I mean, you just, uh, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you new tonsils. How about that, one? Steven? I, now we don't know, really know what's going on with um. We don't really know what's going on with Ezekiel Elliott. So. If Ezekiel Elliott plays, I still think the Giants could possibly win this game, though. I mean, I don't know. I think the Giants did a great job at stopping Ezekiel Elliott last year. I think, you know, their defense was obviously top five in the league, especially the second half of the season last year, and I think that'll continue this year. Ezekiel Elliott ran through the league and against every other team, but really had a Tough job, tough time against the Giants, and there's also the rumor of Ezekiel Elliott being suspended week one for the domestic violence. I don't think it's much of an issue, uh, but we'll see what happens with that. I will give I'm gonna, the I'm going to give it a win. Yeah, no, New York football. I'm not being a homer. Uh, considering their best player could be out for that game, very possibly no, not being out. Um, hoping it's Detroit, Steven. They beat up on them last year. Another is that another prime time? Yeah, I can't stand yeah it. two prime times. Um, they beat... this is the, the this is the Monday after our big show. Ah, September sixteenth, S and D podcast with Joe Weissner and Mr. Joe Cusimano. Um, Steven, they beat up the Lions last year. A team that I think succeeded. I think they're going to decline. I think they got worse. I thought they lost pieces this off season. I'll give them the Giants two and zero. I'll take the Giants two and zero here. Um, Steven, this one. Uh, uh, Eagles, you know what? Sunday, September 24th against the Eagles in Philadelphia. No, no, I don't feel good about it. I think the Eagles are going to be one of the tougher teams in the NFC. I think they're going to they're gonna be much improved. I think another year Carson, Carson Wentz. Carson yeah. Wentz is going to be a top three quarterback this year. Top hot take. Hot take. I'm, top I'm, three quarterback this year. I think he's going to have a career year. I'm tweeting that right now on Weiss and Oz. I'm quoting it. Carson Wentz, top three quarterback in the league this year. And what about Dak Prescott? I think he falls. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm going to twist. The first thing I'm doing is is quoting that tweet. Go for it. I will do that. Um. 
Two and one. Two and one. At Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is really bad at home. I don't know what it is. I understand that, but it's Tampa Bay. OJ Howard, Mike Evans, uh, Winston. Why am I playing on first name? Jameis? Jameis Winston. Jameis James? I'm going to go two and two. I will give the Giants a win. I'll give them three and one. So, San Diego, excuse me, LA. They come home for them. West Coast, East win. Coast, win. I have you 4 1. And three two. Oh, boy, at Denver. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. I don't see that well. At Denver, in that environment, with that defense, three and three. with our offensive line, no, no, no. Three and three. Despite the quarterback being, position being where it is out there, I guess. So, I have them at four and two here, and at three and three. Home against Seattle. I'm going to say three and four. And Seattle's just too good. This is this going to be a close game, though? Two great defenses. A quarterback battle, you know. Russell Wilson still a bright young top quarterback Seattle, in the league. I think Seattle's thinking, do you know Monday morning quarterback had him as 12? I saw that. Behind, did you see me going off on it? I did. Oh, my God. I'll take that four and two. I'll take that game. I have it or three and five, four. Five and two, excuse me. Sorry. I have it three and four. All right, so um, against the I'll, Rams at home, I'm gonna give that a win. Six and two. I'm getting scared with so. Oh God. I think okay. you're a little high on your horse. Yeah, I know a little bit. Okay, at San Francisco. I have a five hundred right now. Four and four. Um, at San Francisco, give me a win. All right, so five I'm, and four. I got seven and two. They're gonna go into San Fran with a win there. Um, home, home against, against Kansas City, City, I do not take that, Matt. No, thank you. You know what? I think they go in. I think they win that one. Six and four. No, I'm, I'm stepping back on that one. It's seven and three for me. Um, at Washington, I have no idea what the rest of Thanksgiving season. I have no clue what they're going to be. Seven and four. So did you have him as a win? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Adam as a win. So I'll take eight and three on that one. Getting a little right. at Oakland. I don't want to spoil anything. Seven five. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything with, with my picks because we're gonna do that in a few weeks. Um, I think Oakland has a real shot to win the Super Bowl. I, I, Seven and five for me. I'll be four before that. I think they're a really, really good team open, so I'll take eight and four. Um, Dallas. I don't think not this what? not this year, man. They're not sweeping them this year. I'll take eight and five with that one. I'll take seven, seven and six. The, they're not beating. They're not. They're not losing twice to the Eagles either. I'll take nine eight and five. Arizona. Arizona. This is another big mystery for me. I have no idea what this team is. I don't think no Arizona's going to be that good. I'm going to go 9-6. If Carson Palmer looks like he, what he looked like last season, yeah, I, I'll agree with you. I'll say 10-5. It's sweep Washington. 10-6. Mm. Put in the books. All right, you know what? I'll, I'll take that Arizona game back. I feel like they never really play well at West out there. So I got them going 10-6. Who's I have them 10-6. So we took and, we, and we took different games. Yeah, so we took different routes, but we took – we ended at the same way. So. I, I enjoyed the music. Did you have to turn it off? I want to get into the Odell Beckham situation with Brandon Marshall. Wait, what happened? There's no situation, but what to expect. Oh, we have two minutes left in our show. You know, Odell, he's still looking for that big contract from the Giants. And he said it yesterday or even earlier this morning. He doesn't want to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. He wants to be the highest player ever. Do you think he's worth the money? To no. be the highest paid player ever? No, he said in the league. Him. Didn't he say in the league? I like it. You spit on me. Uh, didn't he say in the league? No, he's high. He said he wants. Yeah, in the league. And I said highest receiver. All right, that's fine. Um, I think Le'Veon Bell will eclipse that either. Look at you know what? Everyone wants to stop worrying about it because you know what? Le'Veon Bell didn't show up to camp. Aaron Donald didn't show up for camp. Odell Beckham's at camp. So if everyone was worrying about Odell Beckham and his contract situation, he wants this one. Next year, his fifth-year option, he's getting paid eight mil. He got five mil from Nike this year, or Under Armour, whatever, 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 whatever endorsement deal he's on. Everyone's got to stop worrying about Odell. I'm going to talk on you too, man. I see, I see it in your eyes. I'm not worried. 
unless he doesn't show up for camp like Aaron Donald did and Le'Veon Bell did or, or did it, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried one bit. Are you worried about Bre- – uh, what can you expect from Brandon Marshall this year? Um, Ten touchdowns? 700 yards, eight, seven, six to eight touchdowns. I think he's going he's gonna to be a big red zone threat. I think I, I need to know that all these guys, all four of them, Marshall, Odell, Shepard, Ingram, who has looked really, really explosive apparently, um, what you expected, I need to make sure all four of them buy in to what they're, what they're selling right now because it's not going to be throw it to Odell, throw it to Odell, throw it to – you don't have a limping Victor Cruz out there now. You have a second-year Sterling Shepard. You got a big target, which Eli's been begging for since five ago, Burris and Brandon Marshall. And now you have a deep threat in a, a tight end position that you didn't have last year. If all these guys buy in, Stephen, the defense is what they are. This team can very well compete for a Super Bowl in 2018. And that's a hot take right there, Errol. And that's about to wrap our show. We're about to wrap up our show here uh, on the three o'clock hour. I'm Stephen. I'm Errol. And we'll be back with you next Friday for our. I know we're gonna wait for that. We're wait for we're, you. I wanted to do next week. We're gonna wait. We're, we'll have a free, We'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. I know. Have a good week. That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant voodoo track tires, turbo-force deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it.